really had to sit down with this guy again because there's so much going on when it comes to our laws in this land and the Constitution being ignored, Supreme Court justices under fire. It's uh, Mike Davis from the Article 3 Project. He's the founder and president over there. Go to article3project.org. Mike, good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. So earlier this week, I see you talking about Gorsuch on Twitter, and I see other people talking about Gorsuch, and I guess... Some stupid uh, rag of a of a of magazine or a blog or something attacked Neil Gorsuch uh, on some sort of ethics issues. They tried to do the same thing with Clarence Thomas. That went away very quickly. Then now they want John Roberts to come in front of some committee somewhere. Uh, Mike, I in my lifetime have never seen the Supreme Court under fire like this. I always thought of them as untouchable. What's going on here? Well, I served as the chief counsel for nominations on the Senate Judiciary Committee for then Chairman Chuck Grassley. And as part of my portfolio, it was uh, I had oversight over the federal judiciary. I was the staff leader on that. I'll tell you what the Democrats are trying to do here. We have the first constitutionalist majority on the Supreme Court and the critically important federal courts of appeals for the first time in 90 years. Thanks to Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Grassley, Lindsey Graham and Senate Republicans. And Democrats don't like this because there's actually now a check on government overreach and tyranny. And it is the last line of defense. The The judiciary is the last line of defense that stops these politicians from running over Americans, whether it's our First Amendment rights to speak, associate, worship, Second, second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. So Democrats now have a plan. And we've never heard about Supreme Court ethics for 90 years until now, until very recently. Right. What the Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court, so they can impose ethics, an ethics regime to use that ethics regime to club Supreme Court justices and get them to recuse on cases strategically and selectively. It's all about delegitimizing the court with the ultimate goal of destroying the Supreme Court with court packing, impeachment, term limits. They make no bones about it. And so that's what they're doing here. And they go after Clarence Thomas. They've gone after him for 40 years. They've hated Clarence Thomas since he escaped the Democrat plantation 40 years ago. They've hated him for 31 years on the Supreme Court. Now they're going after Gorsuch. They're going after Roberts. They'll go after Kavanaugh. It's just constant attacks that we're going to see. It's bogus. It's nonsense. It's building up to Senate Democrats hearing on Tuesday where they're going to have a political hearing saying that there are all these problems with the Supreme Court, which is nonsense, and then call for this ethics regime to club them. Uh, For those who are watching and listening, if uh, you ever have a a, a spare moment, look up the video of Joe Biden questioning Clarence Thomas in the confirmation hearings back in 1990, 1991. Go and look at that because uh, Biden pretends like he knows something he doesn't know. And he's very, very arrogant about it. And he keeps saying he's almost a wink and a nod with Clarence Thomas going, you know, and I know, but the people out there don't know. And I love that Clarence Thomas is actually on tape recently saying that man had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't know what he was talking about. It's the strangest thing to sit in front of a panel like this that just doesn't have a clue about anything. And Mike, I think that 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 relates to what you just said as well. They don't know what they're talking about other than if they control the narrative, then the voters will believe that Clarence Thomas and Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and everybody else are just a bunch of dirty, no good, you know, conservative, take away your rights people and fascists when they're not. This is really about the messaging to those who are watching and listening, right? The people on the panel can't really believe this stuff these are political drive-by shootings they know that these justices have their arms tied behind their backs they can't really respond to this stuff and so that's what i do with the article three project i punch back against these attacks whether they're attacking clarence thomas because he took trips with his best friend of 25 years a best friend with no business before the court he 
had a, a real estate transaction where Justice Thomas lost money with his same best friend with no business before the court. Justice Thomas, back in 2000, 2017, had to sell his uh, had to sell his fishing cabin in Colorado because he moved to D.C. He had a 20 percent stake in this fishing cabin. I was with him. I was clerking for him at the time. Wow. He didn't know about the buyer of this thing until the offer came in. It just happened to be a lawyer at a law firm. And there, there was no recusal issue whatsoever. Justice Gorsuch properly disclosed what he's required to disclose. You have to go through three levels of re review. You go with your accountant, and then the, the Supreme Court uh, Legal Counsel's Office reviews it, and then the administration the Administrative Office of the Court's legal, uh, legal Office reviews this. Three levels of review. This is nonsense what the Democrats are doing. They're trying to create a cloud around these conservative Supreme Court justices while they ignore the, the same or similar ethical concerns that they don't have about Democrat-appointed Supreme Court justices. Uh, who was it that wrote the uh, the hit piece on Gorsuch this week? Was it Politico? I, I can't remember. It was Heidi at Politico, and Heidi's a hack. She's always been a hack. She actually cited this so-called nonpartisan ethics expert. She cited someone who, who was a senior Obama administration political <laughs> appointee. She cited as her nonpartisan ethics expert. Heidi is a clown. The reason why I bring that question up, and go to article3project.org, article3project.org. It's Mike Davis, the founder and president over there. He's, he's amazing. Um, the reason I bring that up is how, is how does it work? Either give me what you assume happens, or if you know what happens, tell me. But is it somebody who's in the hierarchy of the left in the legislature that gets a hold of Politico or gets a hold of Yahoo News or gets a hold of The Atlantic and says, hey, this isn't true, but we can probably take Gorsuch out if we do this? I mean, it's, is, is, it, is it that close of collusion or not? Yes, and we've, we saw this with the – look, there, this is all building up to the Senate Judiciary Committee's hearing on Tuesday, so they have to, they have to plow the ground with these bogus stories that somehow these conservative justices are unethical and bought off. It's complete nonsense, and then they build up to this hearing where they get up there and they push their ethics reforms. They call them reforms. They're actually just gotchas to try to trap conservative judges – and make them recuse and try to chase them off the bench. Right. And then they have their outside groups uh, do their thing, and they work with these left-wing reporters at ProPublica and Heidi at Politico. This is all garbage. We see the same book, the, the same playbook over and over and over. They, they did the same thing with the Kavanaugh confirmation where they exactly. – they accused him of serial gang rape when he was a teenager. And, of course, it was ridiculous, and, and that went away because it was just that ridiculous. Although there are still people today in our country, and you know this, who believe he's a gang rapist. Um, let me ask you this. Is this planting of stories like this so that they can come back next Tuesday and say, hey, this story was in the Politico, and then question somebody about it, similar to what they did with the FISA court, where they knew they couldn't re-up the, the warrant, so they planted a news story and then said, look, Yahoo News said that this is going on, and then the judge said, well, it is out there in the, in, in the, in the ether now. I guess you can get the warrant renewed. Are they planting stories so that they can plan their questions on Tuesday? That's absolutely what they're doing. You have these Democrat politicians and staffers and other operatives working with their lapdogs in the media like Politico's Heidi. Heidi's always eager to go do the Democrats bidding. Right. And that's what she did here. She did this bogus story that even like left wing liberal law professors who study ethics 
say that this is complete nonsense, that Justice Gorsuch did absolutely nothing wrong and disclosed everything just how he's supposed to disclose it. There's no recusal issue. There's no ethical issue. That won't stop the Democrats on Tuesday. You're going to see blowhards like Sheldon Whitehouse uh, up there ranting and raving about dark money and how the Supreme Court's bought off and they're they're doing these unethical things. Right. That, that's just what they do. They, they do gaslighting, smears, and lies. Because you know what? They can't, they can't run on their real agenda, so they have to create the smoke and mirrors. It is uh, Mike Davis, Article 3 Project. Go and follow him everywhere online. He does great Twitter threads that really do. Uh, they're filled with knowledge. I've learned so much from the man. Um, you worked in the Supreme Court. You know how it works. Mike, how many people could have had access to the draft decision on Roe v. Wade before it was leaked. I heard the number was like 29. How many people do you think it was? It's a very limited number. We remember there were a couple of leaks. There was the leak of the actual draft decision. And hypothetically, that could have come out of a, a garbage burn bag that the janitors got and leaked. I doubt it. Okay. The second leak, it would have, because the second leak showed the internal deliberations of the justices at conference, that means this leak had to have come from one of the nine Supreme Court justices, which I don't think there's any chance that that happened. Each one of the justices has four law clerks. And okay. so it's one of the 36 law clerks, almost certainly. And really, it's one of the 12 law clerk, clerks for the three liberal justices, almost certainly, who did this because they had the uh, they had the access to the draft opinion, the access to the internal deliberations and the motive, which is to get Justice Kavanaugh or another justice to change their vote and save Roe versus Wade. They're able to find this guy, Teixeira, who allegedly leaked out DOD information about Ukraine that says we've got actual people fighting next to Ukrainians in Ukraine against Russia. They got him in like three days, Mike. Um, yep. we, we haven't heard anything else about this draft decision. That is a breach of law. You can't do that. Um, and and it, it appears as though the investigation's over. Why don't we know yet? I mean, I know why we don't know, but you tell me. You know what? I actually am going to defend the Chief Justice a bit here in the Marshal of the Supreme Court. Okay. Because if you look at the steps that they took, uh, they actually did a very thorough investigation, including asking for cell phones, questioning justices, questioning the law clerks, uh, subject to subject to 18 U.S.C. 1001, where they can go to prison for lying. The reason we're not learning about this is because the, the law clerk, almost certainly who leaked this, is lying. And unless you call in those reporters and subpoena those reporters and make them testify, that's the only way we're going to find this, right? And so I don't know if we want to go down the path where we're calling in reporters and making them testify. No, so, I don't want to do that. I, I think we should get it from whoever it was that did the leak. And I think with the limited number, we probably could have found out who it was. And I agree, the person's going to lie, but you should be able to, through investigative processes, find out who it was. The reason why I ask, Mike, and you know this, this could have set off burning down of cities again. This could have been mass rioting. Thank God it didn't happen on that level. But that was the intention, wasn't it? Let me leak this now and really rile everybody up. Well, it, it certainly led to illegal obstruction of justice campaigns outside of the, the, the conservative justices' homes, which led to a 1 a.m. assassination attempt against Justice Kavanaugh, his wife Ashley, and their two teenage daughters, an assassination attempt that was a lot closer than people understand. So nobody goes to jail for that either. It is a, On its very basic level, it is against the law to intimidate a judge. Period. And this, uh, this was intimidating, threatening, trying, uh, attempted assassination. It goes well beyond that. The only guy who's in trouble is the guy that was caught with the gun and, and the duct tape. 
everybody else outside their homes, breaching the peace and intimidating them, scot-free. Yeah, this is because Attorney General Merrick Garland has completely politicized and weaponized the Justice Department, and House Republicans should impeach him for this one. This one is particularly bad. Justice, uh, the, the Supreme Court justices are getting death threats in their homes, constant harassment in their homes. You do not, no American has the First Amendment right to protest someone outside of their homes. That is not protected by the First Amendment. There are time, place, and manner restrictions right. uh, uh, on free speech, and you cannot harass people in their homes. You particularly cannot harass federal judges in their homes. It's a violation of 18 U.S.C. 1507. That is obstruction of justice to harass and intimidate Supreme Court justices outside of their homes for the purposes of influencing their decision on a, on a case. And that's exactly what they're doing here. Uh, Merrick Garland laughed about this. Uh, Biden and his team encouraged this from the White House. And Garland said that they had a First Amendment right to be there. That is absolutely not the case as a matter of law. That is impeachable. That's a dereliction of duty. Biden, Biden staff, and, and Attorney General Merrick Garland fanned the flames of these protests, which led to the assassination attempt of Justice, Ka uh, Justice Kavanaugh's wife and two teenage daughters. It's disgusting. It really is. And this two-tiered level of, of justice is going to continue until something happens. It looks like Merrick Garland might be in trouble when it comes to what was going on with Hunter Biden's laptop and the slowing down of the investigation at the IRS. And when I say trouble, that doesn't mean much when the executive is run by somebody like Joe Biden and whoever it is that's running him. It's uh, Mike Davis. Go follow him everywhere. The founder and uh, president of the Article 3 Project. Article3project.org. Go there. W what is this letter that was put out by all nine justices basically outlining this is how we go through the recruits uh, the, the recusal process stop questioning us about it basically this is a very important stand by the supreme court it's going to go down as a, a historic letter and that people it's being underreported the senate judiciary democrats dick durbin who knows better tried to tell tried to request that uh, the chief justice of the united states come to the senate for a hearing that is not acceptable there is a clear separation of powers issue here. You cannot have the Senate drag in the president of the United States for routine hearings. You can't have them drag in the chief justice of the United States or any Supreme Court justice for routine oversight hearings like this. That is, they know that they can't do this. I know that they know they can't do this because I was there. I was the staff leader on the Judiciary Committee with oversight over the federal judiciary. And right. so the chief justice sent a letter where he respectfully declined the invitation as he should have. And attached to that letter, they had a statement from the nine justices, unanimous, all nine justices signed off on what, how they viewed their ethical, ethical obligations, their recusal obligations, how they go about uh, deciding when to recuse and when not to recuse. It's a very, very powerful statement. It's by all nine justices. And it is a clear message to the Senate to uh, buzz off. I'm glad they did it as one because had they done it where five did this and four did that, it, it, it still would have been fodder for the left. I'm glad they all stood together with this. Is there some ethics issue possibly with Ketanji Brown Jackson, some consulting fee that I just read about right before we started today? If you don't know about it, that's fine. But is there something there? Yeah, I mean, I talked about this. If the Democrats are going to go after the Republican appointed Supreme Court justices for nonsense, let's go after the Democrat ones. Remember, Kataji Brown Jackson, when she was going through the Supreme Court confirmation process, she had been a federal judge for 10 years, right. almost a decade. And she failed to disclose that her husband took many, many, many medical malpractice legal consulting fees while she was a federal judge. And so she amended her disclosures when she was going through the Supreme Court process 
just generally saying that her husband took these medical malpractice consulting fees, but she didn't say what they were. She didn't say from which companies he took these fees. She didn't say whether she had cases with those companies when she was a federal judge for 10 years, and she still has not amended her filing. So if Democrats want to play this game about ethics, here's a real ethics issue. We have a Supreme Court justice's spouse taking money potentially from clients before before, uh, Judge Jackson on the D.C. District Court, the D.C. Circuit, and the Supreme Court. Well, we won't go after them because the right doesn't do that. They need to they need to toughen up. I, I think the right's getting better, but they're not there yet. Mike, I've got literally 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds left. I want to very quickly talk about Alvin Bragg. I know I had Jim Jordan on this week, and he said he's bringing the ADA in front of him uh, to answer some questions. I, is this case crumbling? We've heard nothing new about what charges, uh, what crimes he's, related, uh, he's referring to in the 34 counts. You know what? I, I have been a critic of Jim Jordan for three years on the big tech fight. I was a vocal critic of Jim Jordan when he started on House Judiciary. He is really doing good work now in oversight. Jim Jordan was the critical force to expose Alvin Bragg and this bogus political investigation of President Trump. Bragg is now on defense. Jordan is kicking his butt in federal courts. Good. This is a very good thing. And cheers to uh, Jim Jordan for what he's doing. Article3project.org, article the number 3project.org. Go follow him on all the social media. It's Mike Davis. Mike, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Mike does a great job. Make sure you go follow him on all social media. Make sure you also go and check out the Article 3 Project. They get it done right, bringing you the truth, and it's all constitutional-based. You know, we're ignoring the Constitution a lot in this country right now because those in charge act like it doesn't mean anything anymore. It does. It still is in place. It's still the supreme law of the land. We've got to remember that. Lots more coming your way. Eric Adams still whining and complaining about illegal immigration. Now he wants money to be taken away from these people or those people to stop. I don't know. Listen, come down to El Paso or Del Rio or Brownsville for a minute, then tell me your issue. 888 pags JoePags.com. That much more next hour. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.